going on guys and welcome to the first of hopefully many um of this new podcast I'm doing the the podcast scene is is deep very deep um and you know sometimes people they act like I guess if you weren't there from the start, if you're not an OG podcaster, if you if you didn't have a podcast before Spotify came out nearly, then why are you doing a podcast? Or if you're not someone of of relevance, I only want to hear the stories on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock type energy. And <clears throat> that's you know, I, I feel like, you know, we're currently, I'd say we're on that final wave of COVID, at least, you know, if, if COVID was a storm, then where we're at at the moment is, I guess, like the that final wave into the shore before COVID crashes. And the effects of COVID will still be around, you know, you'll see some some rooftops that the roof stop roof roof stops rooftops that you know might have a big hole in them or a stop sign that's that's you know it's nearly on the road it's 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 bent you'll know that covid is still around but it the actual storm of COVID, worrying about getting struck by a COVID lightning bolt, won't 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 scare us as much anymore. And I think one of the good things about COVID was not that there was a lot of good things to take out of it, but it it, it gave everyone some time to sort of to hit the pause button, you know, and just just breathe for a second and, and figure out who's important in in your life and who are the people that when you're out in the surf and the waves are too big who who are the people that you want saving you and who are the people that you're trying to save i guess and i feel like you know there was Zoom became a big thing. People start talking on Zoom a lot. And I think you finally realize who you who your real friends are based on your Zoom calls, I guess. Who are you putting in effort to talk to on a daily, on a weekly basis in the heart of the COVID storm? And so it was a really good time for me and my mates to start recording a podcast together, you know. Um I still remember one afternoon I was talking to Noam and he he just said, hey, like, why don't we do a podcast? And podcasts are a big thing for me, you know. In the past couple of years, I've been dealing with some physical and mental issues. And so I'm really disengaged when I'm at work or just in my day-to-day sort of life. And podcasts... It's it's sort of like you're, you know, 
if you find the one that's right for you, then it feels like you're in that conversation. You know, it it feels like you are there talking to these people, but you're not talking at the moment. You're just listening. And there's things that you want to say, but you're just happy to be a part of that conversation and not, you know, a part of the environment that you're in while you're listening to it. So I think podcasts are healthy. You know, I think whether you're into more comedic ones, whether you're listening to a mainstream one, one of your favorite celebrities, you know, they might be an athlete or a former athlete or or a musician or someone, you know, I don't know. I think finding the right podcast for you is is a good thing. And I think what me and my mates have been able to do with the Bread and Sauce podcast, you know, um, it's been good. And we're at a stage now where, you know, I'm not trying to promote it as much as I was because it's work. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're making a living off this or anything. We haven't earned a single cent doing this. But I guess that, in a way, is kind of a good thing because they say if you love what you're doing, then you don't have to consider it work. Work, for most people, takes up nearly half their week, really. We're talking about nine, ten-hour days. Five days a week, that's 50 hours, you know. Maybe you work a 38-hour week or or, or a 40-hour week or, or maybe you only work a 30-hour week and you combine that with how much you sleep each day, how much time you spend unwinding from work or getting things done that you couldn't because you were working. And you're not really left with a lot of time to do your own thing. And I feel like sometimes, and it it sort of hit me like a train when you finish high school because, you know, and this isn't this isn't the case for everyone. Some people, uh, they knew what they wanted to do when they were young. You know, you know, someone from high school that dropped out, and everyone was like, "Well, that's his life done." But it wasn't. He he didn't drop out for any other reason than school was holding him back. You know, I know some guys who dropped out of school and they already finished their apprenticeship. And then you got guys who who they finished school, went to uni. It wasn't for them. They changed course a couple times left uni with a, a hex step and and then have to get an apprenticeship or something, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe someone was good, they went to uni to get a business degree, but they're working at Subway, you know, and it's cool because they're getting discounts on, on Subway sandwiches, which... I love a subway, but, you know, sometimes I ask myself, is it justified to pay $10 for a sandwich? 
would I just go and get all the ingredients and make it at home for cheaper? Possibly. I'm not going to. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's sometimes the world is moving that fast that you pay $10 for a Subway sandwich and you don't even think about it. And you don't even realize that the guy who's giving you the sandwich is getting a discount, you know? They're only paying $8.50 for their sandwich. And if they stuff up a sandwich and, you know, the customer doesn't want that, then then lunch is, lunch is sorted, you know? Because you're not going to throw that out. You're only earning money from Subway. I can't imagine you're getting paid an awful lot. So even though you're getting discounts on your sandwiches every day, you know, you stuff up a customer's order and and you've got free lunch and, and all of a sudden that becomes the highlight of your week. And it's like, at that point, do you realize that if a free Subway sandwich at work is as good as it gets, and it might not even be what you wanted, you know? Someone orders... A, a tuna melt Subway sandwich, and you hate tuna. I hate tuna. You know, you really wanted a, a meatball sub or an Italian sub, but you put the wrong sauce on this guy's sandwich, and he doesn't want his tuna melt anymore. You're going to make him a new one. You're weighing up whether or not you've got enough money to buy yourself lunch, so you eat the stuffed-up tuna sub that you, you screwed up earlier. You know, that's sort of how fast everything is moving, you know? Everything is just moving so quickly around us that if you if you don't if you don't take a minute just to say hold on, press pause, you know? And that's what I mean. Like it, it is it a one good thing out of 99 possible with covid yeah but focus on it focus on the fact that we're all getting a chance to press pause and realize that maybe we were too close to other people and maybe we didn't spend enough time before covid with people that we genuinely care about um yeah look but anyway why do I want to do my own podcast? Well, I feel like, like I said before, um, it's a good excuse to talk to my friends. You know, we do one main show a week, one footy show a week, and that sort of covers the basis of anything I, I talk about during my week. But it doesn't account for all the random free Subway sandwiches covid storm thoughts that come to my mind and i'm thinking well look i don't really mind if if this if this never takes off but it's almost like i'm writing down a journal on all the weird shit you know sometimes you you're out and you think about something something weird something strange and you don't know why but you write it down you know sometimes you have a dream and you put it in your notes on your phone. And you don't read that shit ever again, but it's just nice to know that it's there. And you might 
look through your notes one day. You know, you're trying to find an old Wi-Fi password or or the phone number of some, you know, bank or or insurance company that you're trying to call. And you stumble across this note that says, you know, dream of you flying on um flying on a on a tub of ice cream, you know? And you don't know what that means, but you wrote it down. And at the time it was important. And that's that's what I guess this is, is me writing down all the shit that comes through my brain on a daily basis. Just, I guess, to get it out, you know, to sit down once a week and just breathe and try and let other people know this is what's going on. And sometimes I'll talk about the news. Sometimes, you know, I'll say, hey, how about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Or, you know, I'll say, hey, how about the Queen? And, and you know, is she a lizard or some shit, you know? Sometimes I'll look through the news. Sometimes I'll have things to talk about that hopefully you know, other people are interested in. I always, when we first started making the podcast, we were getting 100, 120 plays a week. And that was awesome. But then it started becoming about the views. And it wasn't about the conversations anymore. You know, when we first started, we were were just spitting yarn and and dribbling on, on this podcast. And people like that shit. And I guess I personally feel like we got caught up in what do the people want? What What is going to make other people's day? But in reality, I think the best part about doing a podcast is when you're just, you're just you're sitting there and you're talking to people. And you don't even know that you're talking to people. You're just, you're talking to them. Um. So, you know, if there's someone out there who listens to this, you know, maybe maybe I know you. Maybe we were good mates. Maybe we're not mates anymore. Maybe we're, you know me or I might know you, but we don't talk. Maybe you'll never reach out, and that's okay. You know, it's like, you know those coworkers you work with and you see them from afar and you're thinking, how am I, what am I, how am I going to say hi? How's it going? Or, hey, what's happening? And by the time you get there, it's just this sort of, you just sort of blurt out some weird scramble of words that doesn't make sense. And that, that's not good, but it happens and it can happen a lot. There's someone, you know, and sometimes you just fumble the jar altogether. Sometimes you, you're you still thinking about what you want to say, how you want to say hi. And by the time you get up to them, your mouth just closes up. It just sort of turns into like a, like, like there's a vacuum in your throat and it's just vacuumed up your mouth. 
and you just keep walking and your eyes are fixated on the ceiling or on some soup that you know you're not going to buy. And and it's not rude. It happens. This shit happens. This happens all the time. Not everyone has the confidence to just say hi and hold a conversation. And is it great that, that that's a thing? No, but but it happens. Um, but yeah, regardless of where you are, who you are, if I know that someone out there listens to this or no one does, I'm not going to promote this on any of my social media unless I feel like I want to do that. I'm just going to upload it. And, you know, if you got something you want to talk about, if someone has bothered to listen to me ramble on for the past half an hour or however long I've been going for now, and you're like, this is some shit I want to talk about, then I will always be down to do that. But I just feel like, yeah, this is a long time coming for me. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like I'm doing this to to please other people. I'm just, this is how I feel inside. And I feel like, especially here in Sydney, we've gotten to a point where it's so hard to be yourself. You've got to be a part you've you've got to be in the sydney system you have to walk past people and judge their outfit based on what you're wearing you know you you're i don't know you're there's a whole bunch of of things that are just really messed up you know it's i think about what makes people happy and depending on where you grow up or who you grow up around, you know, sometimes you you think, well, happiness is, is finding a girl and getting married and having two kids and getting nine to fives with, with your partner. And if that's happiness for you, if you are genuinely happy doing that, okay. Or if you do that so that you can be happy doing other shit, that's okay too. But do what you need to do to make yourself happy. You know, it's like, it's like, take gay people for an example. For so long, it was, it was like frowned upon, and if you're religious, it's frowned upon, or if you're if you're cool or or whatever, then being gay is frowned upon. But it's like, those are the happiest people out there. You don't meet sad gay people. You meet sassy gay people. You know, but. They're always the cleanest. Their their love problems sound like a holiday compared to what you can go through when you're not gay. You know, it it's like if you're if you're a boy and you go through all of high school and or and primary school and you're trying to figure out do I like girls or do I like boys, people can usually tell. You might not be gay. Maybe you sit on the fence. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's me or on Monday and, and Frank on Friday. I don't know. But, you know, eventually 
if you're gay, you're gay, I guess. And and people people think it's 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 a big deal, but it's not. The it's 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 crazy because they are without a doubt the happiest people in the world. And I I am I'm, I'm not like anti Mardi Gras or anything, but like you won't catch me in a in a Mardi Gras float parading on with the gay people. But that's that's not me taking offense on them or anything. It's like I've got my own shit to deal with. And they're doing such a good job at at being proud of who they are. You know? When you like girls, it's you don't get those those brownie points. And I'm not saying gay people get brownie points or, or whatever. I think we're past that. But they they are just some of the happiest people you know that it's when you when you first get a girlfriend and you're introducing them to your friends that's like a big step for you you know but if you're gay all the girls already love you they're already with you can, there can be a guy who introduces their girlfriend to a group and you know Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the girls get along, sometimes they don't. I've been in both situations. But if you're a gay guy introducing your, your boyfriend to a group of your friends who, who are, you know, maybe they're guys, maybe they're girls, there's a better chance that that guy gets accepted. Girls feel more comfortable around gay guys. They feel like they're the best choice of friends because... They they like all the shit that girls like, and they they hate all the shit about guys that girls like. And on top of that, like I said, they're the cleanest, they're the nicest, they're, they're you know they're the happiest. They're not moping on all the time. They're not gonna try and deal your girlfriend or whatever you know, or your boyfriend. You know, they're the happiest people, and they didn't have it easy growing up, but. They're sure as shit a lot happier than, than you know, 90% of people are now. So, yeah, I don't even know why I was talking about that, but that this is the shit that goes on in my brain, you know. Have these conversations with yourself and with other people. And if there's some guy who doesn't even speak my language out there in, you know, the middle of Africa, Maybe maybe you're in Ukraine right now and, you know, shit's gone all sorts of sideways down there and maybe they thought, hey, let me find a, a new meaningless podcast in Sydney, Australia, and that might, that might make me feel a little bit better. Maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't know. But have these conversations. Um, that's... That's going to do me for this, the inaugural episode of Overcast. I don't know if I named the, men, the, the title before, but yeah, that's, that's going to do for episode one. Um, hope you enjoy and peace.